the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita, I write what I live, my life in the speaker, I'm nice with the flow, just like the demeanor, I'm feeding my fam, I'm feeding the meter, they got the iron while I got the steamer, I bring the fire but you never seen it. Welcome back to this week's edition of Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host John Anthony live in studio. I got something I got to get off my chest real quick. YouTube has suspended me again. They've suspended me because... I was having a conversation about the 2020 election and they said that we were spreading false information. If I recall, I went back and listened to what we actually saying. We were actually given an analysis of everything that's happened in the 2020 elections. Right? So here's, here's what, here's my challenge to YouTube, YouTube back in 2016 when Hillary Clinton lost the election, you had all these people talking about, or even right before the election, all these people talking about what would happen and what they were what what they were able to see when it comes to the voting and how it changed right before the election. No, 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 no. I'm I'm going to let you listen for yourself, and I want to know if YouTube is going to call these people and say, "Hey, uh, we're going to cancel out your accounts too." Take a listen. I also, I actually held a demonstration for my colleagues here at the Capitol, um, where we brought in um, folks who, before our eyes, hacked election machines. Um, those that are not, those that are being used in many states, but are not state-of-the-art from our perspective. Um, We're very concerned because there's only three companies. You could easily hack into them. It makes it seem like all these states are doing different things, but in fact, three companies are controlling that. 43% of American voters use voting machines that researchers have found have serious security flaws, including backdoors. These companies are accountable to no one. They won't answer basic questions about their cybersecurity practices, and the biggest companies won't answer any questions at all. So there you have it, YouTube. You want to cancel out me and suspend my account on YouTube because we were having a discussion about the 2020 elections last week. Are you going to cancel these people out? I mean, I heard senators. I heard a sitting vice president in there. Are you, are you serious? Is, is this what we've come to in this nation where we will, we will allow unelected bureaucrats and, 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 a, and private business to cancel out and silence our voice? I'm not going to have it. And that's why I'm so glad to have my guests 
guest co-host in today. I'm just, I'm not going to use, is it okay if I use your last name? No, just use your first name. All right, I got you. Um, from Freedom Square, none other than Anastasia. You guys, you, you've heard her. She was she filled in uh, with Babette Holder um, a couple of couple of months ago when I was out, uh, and they did a wonderful job. And I had to have her back because I'm sick and tired of people not really understanding that freedom is under assault. Freedom is so fragile. Freedom is so fragile. And if we if we don't fight and push back against those the, the, these tyrann- tyrannical dictators. We're going to lose this great nation. And yes, I still say America is, is, is the greatest nation. It's the most exceptional nation that's ever been devised. And then I brought in also Colin Holt. Is it Holte or Holt? Holte. Holte. Get closer to the mic. Holte. Yeah. I, you guys surprised me. You guys surprised me. I did not know that you guys were going to have the Sebastian Gorka. Calling into the show. Well, that was supposed to be a little surprise for everyone. <laughs> I, I just got, spoke to him I, uh, before I walked in here. Yeah. So I got in my ear that Sebastian Gorka. I was you like, wait a minute, it. the flutter. Oh. Wait, the, no, no. I my the producer uh, Pistol Pete. Yes, um, <laughs> Sebastian Gorka's online. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, Mr. Gorka, welcome to Black and White Radio. Doctor Sebastian. Anastasia can do anything. (laughs) (laughs) That she can. That she can. Well, you know what? I want to thank you because I I met you at a at a cigar social we had here in Chicago um, last I think it was last summer. Um, you came in and I just wanted to I wanna thank you for coming on the show today. I mean they surprised me because I had no idea that you were coming on. And I I, Doctor Doctor Gorga, I really love your fight for freedom and how you go about making sure that every American understands because you come from a, a, a country where this is where, where America is headed. How important is it for Americans to really fight for freedom in this dispensation of our lives? Well, just, just look at what's happening uh, north of the border. We, we have a, a government that has gone full authoritarian. We have the working class. We have the truck drivers, some of the hardest working people in the world who simply want to have bodily autonomy. They want to have individual liberty and freedom. And yesterday, uh, Justin Trudeau deployed the police, deployed uh, horse-mounted police against them. People were injured. Perhaps even one person was killed. This, this is why, you know, we have the Second Amendment. This is why you know, our constitution, the oldest Republican constitution in the world, is, is a gift from God because it recognizes that our rights don't come from Justin Trudeau. They don't come from presidents. They don't come from governments. They come from God, and we have those rights because we are made in his image. So, you know, wh- wh- whether it's the events in our hemisphere, such as in Venezuela or elsewhere, or whether it's just north of the border, the threat to liberty just as Ronald Reagan told us, the loss of liberty, the extinction of liberty, is always one generation away. And it's time for us to stand up and take our country back one school board meeting at a time. And that's why I'm so excited to be working with Anastasia on this amazing new initiative, freedomsquare.com. This is where you will not be censored. This is the digital commonwealth for those who love America. And it's time to take America back, my friends. Thank you, Dr. Gorka, again for the last uh, minute notice. But for those of you who don't know uh, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, he's a British-born Hungarian American military and intelligence analyst. He did serve as deputy assistant to the president of the United States 
Donald Trump. Uh, he also served uh, for the year two, 2017. He broadcasts here on Salem Radio. And most importantly, right now, he is the chief ambassador for freedomsquare.com. And in this time of censorship, such as what John Anthony was telling us about YouTube and Un-American Bad Actors, we are here to provide a platform with news information, education, collaboration, and the opportunity to do business with like-minded Americans. Uh, The people on the other side are a mob. They're destroying our religion, gender, women's sports, the police, and the entire institution of the family. So if you go to freedomsquare.com, you'll be able to see all of our venues uh, you won't just be able to get news information, your favorite podcasters, but we've recently launched our forums, which Dr. Gorka will be participating in. He'll be doing live forums. You'll be able to do live question and answers with him if you become a premium subscriber for only $5. Uh, one of our other important venues, Colin is going to tell us about here, uh, Colin Holty, our business development manager there. Please tell us about one of the most important venues also on the site. Uh, absolutely, Anastasia. I'm very excited to talk about uh, the business directory at Freedom Square is uh, a place for business owners and, and like-minded individuals to come together and do business. Uh, you can shop the directory to uh, to access um, you know, these businesses and uh, spend your money with people that share your values. Um, it's very important that we uh, have a space and a, a directory that we're able to utilize uh, so that we can make sure to uh, to spend our money with those that uh, share our values and not continue uh, to support those uh, entities that put us down and uh, tear us down and uh, continue to break things down. Um, we want to support those that build. Yeah. And, and, and Dr. Gorka, um, I mean, you you are like one of the biggest names in radio. Um, right now, probably one of the most sought after people to come and talk about, you know, freedom and, and just, just the importance of it. Um, I, I don't know how much time you got because they shocked me because I would have had questions prepped and prepped to, to ask the Dr. Sebastian Gorka. I don't know how much time you have with us, Dr. Gorka. Um, I just got this request a few minutes ago, so, I, you know, I'm, I, you know I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a little bit of my time on a Saturday. But let me just share one, one story that connects everything you guys have been talking about, and then I'll I'll leave you to get on with with your show. So when it comes to those who want to destroy patriots, destroy this nation, think about one individual. We have one of my greatest sponsors on my show is Mike Lindell. Great patriot, a, a truth teller, a man who they hate. Why? Because he stood up in the Rose Garden, and he said on that beautiful sunny day that, we have to get back to the Bible. We have to get back to family values, and we have to pray. Right now, a bank called Heartland Financial in Minnesota has shut down nine of Mike's bank accounts, including his personal account wow. and the account that he uses wow. for the charity where he helps former drug addicts. Why? Did he commit a crime? No, because he's a conservative. So, guys, this is real. That's why the business, the business directory, that's why the Freedom uh, Square forums are so important. They cannot cancel us, and this will be the new commonwealth for those who love America. Think of this. I mean, it all connects back to the beginning. Mike Lindell has got a, an 18-wheeler on its way to Canada with 10,000 pillows for 
the great freedom fighters of the, the freedom convoy. So, guys, this is real. This isn't a fantasy. It's yes. coming to you right now. We need to stand up. Yes. Join us at freedomsquare.com. Thank you so much, Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Thank you Gorka. so much, you so much for joining Black, Black and White Radio. Thank, Thank you, Dr. Gorka. God bless you guys. God bless. God bless. God bless Thanks, you. Dr. G. Wow, you guys got me. You guys got me. I, I had no idea Dr. Sebastian Gorka would be joining my show. That's ah, okay. Hey, you're listening to Black and White Radio on AM 560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind. Thinking I can see through this and see what's behind. Got no Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Live in studio with Anastasia from Freedom Square and Colin Holt from um, Freedom Square as well. You guys got me really good with that. Anastasia, nobody knew that Sebastian Gorka was coming on the show this morning. <laughs> I, 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 that's the first time I kind of almost been stumped. You I know? like that. Yeah, almost, almost got stumped, and I had, I had to recover. Uh, but I really do like Sebastian Gorka. I think he, I think his life and where he's been, he, he can tell a story in a way that most people can't. Because you know, freedom. I, I don't know how many times I can say it, but I just wish people really understood what it means to be an American. And, and, and the, the freedoms and the rights that we enjoy that other countries simply don't, right, Anastasia? That's correct. You know, we've got this fight here both locally, statewide, and across the country. Frankly, it's global right now. Uh, I don't know if people have paid attention two days ago uh, what happened in San Francisco and the consolidated school districts there. But um, if it can happen there, it can happen in your town. So obviously we know San Francisco is one of the most liberal areas in the country. Uh, their parents recalled three school board members. Uh, the election results of that school board are massive. Just like many of our districts, um, you know, they spent the pandemic working on social justice issues and priorities like renaming schools and hoping to take down statues. Right. Um, which was really a joke. I mean, I, I can say that in the Barrington School District, they did that and all across our state as well, uh, which is why we have so many different candidates here running and talking about parents' rights and schools. Uh, but these issues are really something that go across party lines. Yeah. It's not right, left. Um, right. It's not center. Parents' voices matter. They did in Virginia. But I think this one's even bigger than Virginia. You do? Yeah, I do. Um, and it's San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, it's San Francisco. Very, very left, progressive yeah. San Francisco. I was shocked. I actually didn't even know what's coming. And I follow these uh, issues very, very closely. So the parents sent a message, not just to the teachers, but to the teachers' unions and the politicians. Yeah. Um, basically, what they said is, what happened the past two years can never happen again. So... We have reached a different level of political engagement. You've got parents involved. It's all grassroots movements. The organization at the parent level is one that was so massive and still is that the Department of Justice, under the direction of Merrick Garland, decided they needed to be activated to make lists, label parents domestic terrorists, and obviously investigate them, raid their homes, monitor us, and um, try to stop us from speaking up. On freedom. Yeah. And you know what? I, here's what I, here's what I think the leaders of these, especially these very liberal cities and states, I think this is the mistake they made. Most people that like the Barrington area, the Arlington Heights area, 
they really weren't paying attention to what was really happening in education and politics. But I think they've been awakened in a way because, I mean, I've, when, when I, we were doing the Freedom Initiative yeah. Now events, yeah. we were having Democrats, Republicans, independents, people that have never voted ever before. And I think, I think that's going to be um, what's going to hopefully take out J.B. Pritzker this coming November. God, I hope so. I mean, parents um, on the left and the center have even said they've had enough. We have to teach our kids reading, writing, math, science, yeah. prepare them for their future, not just college, but their careers. And basically, they need to be able to compete on the global front. And right, right now, they're not prepared. Because other countries, that's what mm-hmm. other countries are doing. You're right. They're not. These other countries are not out there, you no. know, dibbling, dabbling in all these, these no. this cultural stuff. Uh, Amer- I, personally, I think the, the, the fight, the fight is culturally and politically, because the politics, politics, politics has been driven by the culture now. And now you look at how bills are made and what they go out and, 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 and try to push in these state legislative bodies and cities. The culture is driving that. And it's like, wake up, people. It's a cultural revolution. And uh, Colin is a little younger than I am, but he noticed it when he was in college. Um, he hasn't been that far removed from it. Um, and I'd love for him to give us some examples of what he saw in college as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's I mean, even before college, you see the the educational system now, you, there's so much indoctrination that you see that has just been going on with it. It's and 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 the the advancement of that radical agenda has been almost driven forward with with such speed even in the last you know 10 to 12 years um where when i was in elementary middle middle school you know i'm still learning the typical uh things that you're learning you know reading writing arithmetic and then move into the college space and get exposed to some of these more you know radical ideologies and um, I also was on campus with, during uh, the 2016 election. Um, one of the debates was hosted on my campus um, between uh, former President Trump and uh, Hillary Clinton. And wow. uh, just the reaction on campus to that event, um, how some were given an opportunity to uh, just be involved with the event, to shuttle people back and forth. And uh, based on if one person were to, you know, uh, volunteer for uh, the shuttling service for one particular candidate or the other, uh, it was a big deal rather than just an honor and a privilege to be a part of, you know, the debate process and the democratic process. And then the reactions after the elections, I have professors canceling class because, oh my goodness, this is so uh, heartbreaking that Donald Trump won the election. It's like, oh my goodness, this is a democracy, people. Yeah, it's clear what parents want. Let's be honest, right? They want someone who supports their kids and right. supports what parents want their kids to be taught. Right. So that's why this election cycle is huge. It is huge. And, and when you look at um, what what broke the dam, it was kids. Yep. You know, look at, I mean, these kids in high school, you know, Tom DeVore, we'll have him on later in, in the in the uh, show uh, to discuss, you know, Priska uh, getting <laughs> beat again, <laughs> yet again. Surprise. Uh, I, I, I think it was planned, though. Yeah. You know, that's why uh, Jay Carr yeah. um, didn't take up and suspended the rule. Uh, again, because he needed a way out. They did the right thing. Yeah, but he needed a way. I think, that, I'm saying, I think yeah. he planned it with the Democrats down in Springfield. 
to for J Car to suspend because he knew he knew he needed an exit. Yeah. He so J Car gave him the exit. Now they're saying they're going to take it up to the U.S. I mean, yeah, the Illinois Supreme yeah. Court. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it in Illinois, right? Well, well, you, you, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's why it's so important that pe- that this next election there's a Supreme Court seat on the ballot. You know, the appellate court seats. We we we, we really have to understand the power of of the judicial. Uh, because uh, the first two years, the, the legislative body sat down, the judicial body sat down. We had one guy leading our entire state by himself with no oversight whatsoever. That simply cannot happen in a, in a country called America. King JB, right? Oh, that's exactly what he is. He's a tyrant. I mean, we all know people think that, oh, it can't happen in Illinois. Well, it just happened in San Francisco. Yeah, I'm right. sorry. I yeah. have to tell you that the three board member seats that were overturned, the percentages were 71%, 74%, and 78% of parents voted to recall them. Wow. In San Francisco. That's wow. unprecedented. That, that's, that, that shouldn't People need happen. to understand that. It's massive because parents should be in charge of their kids' education. I mean, we've all heard this, right? There are elected officials in all across this country and those running for office that think that parents should have no say in their children's education. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a good show. I can feel it in my bones already. And I'm excited about who we got coming up next, Ruth Edmonds. So uh, Ruth Edmonds, Ruth former congressional candidate in Ohio. Uh, I'm telling you, one of the, the, the premier voices when it comes to um, Christianity, you know, school choice. I can't wait for this interview. We'll be right back. Black and right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Anastasia and Colin Holt. Colin, am I saying your last name right? Holty. 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 Like Nick Nolte. Yes, sir. But Holty with an H. Absolutely. That's uh, it. Anastasia, you're surprising us with another guest right now, right? I am. This is uh, Mrs., Mrs. Ruth Edmonds, and she is one of our ambassadors at freedomsquare.com. Uh, her commitment is to life ending hateful rhetoric around race, particularly critical race theory. Uh, she's also the former NAACP president of Columbus, Ohio. She's a licensed and ordained minister who serves on the ministry leadership team at the Columbus Christian Center. And I am proud to call her my friend. Uh, and I'd love to have her talk a little bit about her anti-woke warrior movement. Yes. Welcome to the show, Miss Edmonds. <clears throat> well, Good afternoon, everybody. And you can just call me Ruth because okay. I'm really, with all of that introduction, thank you, Anastasia, I'm really only 18 years old. <laughs> well, That's in my head. I'm very respectful, so I, unless I'm told to. Yeah, I appreciate that. No, I'm just Ruth. Yeah, it's good to be here. It's so good to be here. What a great um, program you have here. Thank you so much. She surprised me with Sebastian Gorker, you know, right out the bat, right off the bat. And I'm like, I did not know he was coming. I felt so unprepared. And the question, I didn't really have a question. I was like, oh, okay, let me create one. <laughs> ah, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> he but talk, awesome. talk to us about your, your, your anti-woke. I call them, you know, uh, sleepwalkers, but 
people that think they're yeah. woke but they're asleep <laughs> like and that. they're walking. The sleepwalkers, in my opinion. One. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no. Thank you for that question. You know, I'll start off by just saying I'm originally from the um, Baltimore, Maryland. I was um, born um, in the city, raised by a grandmother who only had a fourth grade education. She raised nine kids of her own and many of her other grandchildren, not unlike, you know, the typical, our usual, you know, African-American and American story. Um, and so, you know, the interesting thing about growing up in the inner city of Baltimore, I didn't see light-skinned or Caucasian people. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't. Um, <clears throat> but I experienced a lot of hatred and <clears throat> a lot of um, disrespect from my own people. You know, we were in, when I tell you the inner city, we were in the ghetto, you know. We were... South Baltimore before it was gentrified right there at the um, Inner Harbor. And, you know, I don't know if you've had an opportunity to take a look at my website, but, you know, I'm a real chocolate sister with, <laughs> you know, short hair, you know. <laughs> and um, so I may sound, you know, I, I probably sound a lot different than what I look when people see me. I got this nappy hair now that my grandmother <laughs> would probably say, girl, comb that hair. <laughs> but, Get that iron out. You know, I know that's right. It's back. <laughs> Nappy is back. But, but my, you know, here's my point about this wokeism. You know, when I was growing up, my name, you know, when Alex Haley came out with Ruth, my name was Kizzy. You know, I was blacky. I was too skinny. You know, I had my buck teeth. I talked too white. This is what brown skin, my people said about me. Instead of encouraging me and befriending yeah. me, my peers, they isolated me and they rejected me, wow. um, you know. And so I would say, you know, if, if, if the litmus test was to disassociate from people who mistreat you and do you wrong, oh, I should be far away <laughs> from people who look like me. But that's just not the case because, as Anastasia says, I am, um, you know, an ordained minister, but more importantly, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just your average. I'm I'm just your girl of God. Yeah. And what I know about God is that he is no respecter of persons. And he made us all equal in his sight. And in the same blood, all of us bleed red. Okay? So this whole notion about, you know, America is inherently racist is just nonsense. It's really, um, when you look at how in the world did we get out of slavery, do we really think that, African-Americans got out of slavery because only African-Americans did it? Did we get through the whole civil rights um, era because only black folk picketed? I mean, you know, really, uh, did we get an African-American president only because right. African-Americans voted for him? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. So, no, we're not inherently racist. And there are really great people on both sides. And what I tell people is you got to go back to the Bible because God told us before he ever got out of Genesis, the first book of the Bible, he said in Genesis 6, 5, that man's heart was continually evil all the time. So the fact that there is evil in the earth, that there is racism, which it is, in the yep. earth, you know what? God already said it would be so. so I like what? her. I love <laughs> She's hey, hey, a hey, fire breather, right? Hey, hey, Ruth, we have to go to break. But listen, let me tell you, guys, go over to her website, ruthatmans.org. 
Um, oh, my God. I mean, I love it. I always say this. America is no longer a racist country. America still has racist, racist people in it. But she's no longer a, a racist country. That that it goes out of the door because you have those pockets of racism. I know I was a state rep in a 95 percent white district and they came after me. But it was the Democrats more so than the Republicans. Uh, we're talking with Ruth Edmonds, uh, ambassador for Freedom Square. Uh, we'll be right back. Hold the line. We'll be right back. I love my dog just like I'm Peter. Gotta protect back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 Theater. I'm on the loose. Make it most. I need some room. It's always cold. We're doing a song, doing a song. Hey, Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Anastasia and Colin Note. I just messed with you, Colin Note. Yeah. Before the break, we were talking with Ruth Atmans, ambassador from Freedom Square. Um, you know, I just want to quickly say um, your background with the NAACP, most, most people who are conservative, Republican, they frown on that. And in reality, we need more people who've been on that side to, who understand what it's like in the black culture. And I'll say this because um, I never allow my blackness, blackish, because I'm blackish. I'm, 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 I'm all mixed up. <laughs> but I never allow my blackness to define who I am, but I still acknowledge it. And you have a lot of these conservatives and Republicans who say, well, why we got to talk about race? Because to some people, it's important. And if we're ever going to bring them to our side, we have to at least acknowledge their skin color because they're going to acknowledge it. Yeah, exactly. You know, I um, when people say, "Oh, I don't see, I don't see color," I'm like, "Well, you just offended God because He made the rainbow. That's right. Uh-huh. He made it, and so um, it. You know, color is it, it is important in the sense that God made." color, but it is not the measure of who we are. It doesn't define who we are. Um, it just enhances who we are. And so, you know, with the NAACP, you know, there was a season and a time, you know, Scripture says there's a season and a time for everything, and there was a season and a time when the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People was absolutely necessary to be in the forefront. There was it. It had a season. And, you know, really, its objective should have always been to work itself out of business. And unfortunately, what um, brown-skinned people who are involved in that organization have tended to do, my my opinion, is to pimp the organization and to, um, you know, cause, I mean, they are riding on the high of victimization. And that is just so unfortunate. It is it is rude and it's wrong for us to continually say that we are victims. We are victims. When we say, you know, when the Bible says we're more than conquerors. And so, um, you know, our freedom, we live in the greatest country in the world. People are literally dying to get here. Yes. And there are other brown skinned people that are coming here and are finding success where we see oppression they see opportunity, and it's because we don't have a right perspective. We've enjoyed too much of our freedom, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, if you don't pay attention to and tend to your garden, 
it is going to grow weeds and overtake the beauty. And that's what's happening, um, unfortunately, with within the African-American community, in addition to the fact that we um you know, we, we, we are holding an offense, and God has told us to release offense. And so while you're right, um, wow. uh, while racism still exists, we are not a racist country. So, you know, that brings me to why freedomsquare.com? Um, why did I, you know, say that um, I would become an ambassador for Freedom Square, because I don't put my name to everything, because I'm you know, I carry the name of Jesus, <laughs> you know, and um, so I'm very careful about my brand, you know, because yeah. it's God's brand. FreedomSquare.com is really an opportunity for those who are really woke, because there's some good wokeness going on. People are realizing that um, this European communism, that the threat of it is real and it's coming back. Um, I was watching a YouTube about a freedom convoy, and um, this sister was dropping some wisdom. Um, You know, it was an anti-vaccine rally. And I'm telling you, if I can find it, I'm going to Hey, you know what? Hey, listen, um, let me play this, because I think this is what you're talking about. They were at a rally, and she was talking about basically we're not anti-vax. Is that the, is that the um, audio you're talking Absolutely. about? Absolutely, yeah. She right. said we are magistrates. I'm I'm gonna play the audio so that you can hear and listen, so that the radio world can listen as well. Here we go. We are not anti-vax. Please get away from uh, saying this negative connotation on us. We are pro medical freedom. We are pro medical choice. We are pro American. That does not make me a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Was this, that was that the one? You got to look up one by No, you got to look up one by it's Trisha Lindsay. T R I C I A Lindsay. She's a sister. Um she's got to be from New York cuz she's got the New York accent. It's called Freedom Convoy USA. We have a right to resist and we have an obligation and duty to do so. She drops some wisdom about the constitution. And how, you know, this whole movement, this woke movement is trying to really put us as a country into slavery. But freedomsquare.com is a it's a platform. It's a it's a digital platform. So it's like, you know, um, you find us on the on the on the Web, freedomsquare.com. And the whole purpose is to be a force multiplier for those who have the courage to take action politically. Yeah. And be, um, and more importantly, you know, within our culture um, and online, to not be intimidated and disenfranchised. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's an important platform. If, if yeah. you're really getting woke to what's happening in our country, um, in terms of yeah. um, hey, you know, hey, Ruth. And hey, Ruth. That's hey, Ruth. where you want to be. I have you for one more segment, and then we'll let you go. But I'm really enjoying this. You listen to the Black and Right. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back. 
to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Anastasia and Colin Holte. Um, before the break, we were talking to Ruth Edmonds, ambassador from Freedom Square. Go check out our website, ruthedmonds.org. Uh, I'm telling you, um, if you've been listening to the show, you know why you need to go to her website and start following her all over on social media platforms. And you know why we chose her as one of our ambassadors, right, at freedomsquare.com. Uh, we're very selective on that front, and we actually have a caller that's interested in asking Ruth some questions. Yeah, here we go. Who doesn't seem to be on our side? No, Philip from Blue Island. What you got, Philip? Hey, brother, uh, and, and hey, sister, and hey, uh, Anastasia. You all um, look when you talk about culture, and especially when you specifically, first of all, throw the Bible away. Just. Just get rid of it because, you know, that's that's the, the, the hallmark of white supremacy, and, and especially in the black community. It's holding us down, and it's always going to hold us down. When you talk about culture, if you're rich and you're black, if you're Obama, that's his culture. If you are middle class or upper middle class, that's another culture. If you're poor and in the ghetto, that's another uh, 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 culture. So to just... Throw out culture uh, as as this this uh, uh, whole melting pot or just one big ball is is uh, doing a disservice. Um, being uh, Black History Month, can't we just take a little time instead of uh, 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 being the cliche of being the black face of white supremacy and just <laughs> honor blackness and and uh. and and and. and, and and, and, and I mean, and be real to who you are instead of trying to please uh, the system of racism, white supremacy. Because that's all I'm hearing, sister. Uh, forgive me, but that's what I'm hearing. Um, what Ruth? say you? Ruth? Never, you should never apologize for the way that you feel. If that's the way you feel, that's the way you feel. That doesn't make it real, and it doesn't make it right, and it doesn't make it the truth. And so, you know, the fact of the matter is that our country um, in America. Can you get closer to the phone, please? I'm sorry? Can you get closer to the phone? Sure. I I think I'm very close. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear a lot. Philip, that's on your end. Hey, Philip, this is my show. You know, (laughs) African Americans can go where they want to go and do what they want to do, eat what they want to eat, buy what they want to buy. And all it's Take all it will take in this country because it has been proven over and over again, time and time again, that with hard work and perseverance, you will get ahead in this country. And actually, this country, the Constitution only requires that you have um, the opportunity for, um, you know, a, a good life. It doesn't guarantee that life is going to be perfect for you. You got to make it that. And the last thing that that I, I promise you that if you're thinking about your glass being half full, it's always going to be half full. It'll never be full. You ask any entrepreneur, any visionary, they are the ones who are thinking about, they see the impossible, and they, and they go after it. It doesn't exist. We've made brown-skinned people to believe that we have to see um, equality before we can believe it, and that's wrong. You want it, you go get it. That's why people come from over all throughout the world and come here and make it happen. Ooh. It's because our Constitution guarantees us the right to um, to pursue happiness. Ooh. It doesn't guarantee us 
happiness. And so, you know, we have to change the way we think. As a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. You can deny, you can deny the Bible all you want to. Hey. It doesn't make it not real. Ruth, it I, is real hey, and hey, it's the truth. Ruth Edmonds, you got to come to Chicago. Come into my studio. We got to do a, three, a whole three-hour show together because you are you 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 represent the voice. Not feel, because, yeah. not feel, but we, we got to go. But I thank yeah. you so much. RuthAtmans.org. She's an ambassador for Freedom Square. Um, FreedomSquare.com. Thank you so much for joining Black and Right. Thank you. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Anastasia and Colin Holte. Hey, if you missed that, missed that first hour, trust me, you wanna, you're going to want to listen to it. Go over to 560theanswer.com, click on the podcast, download the podcast. You don't have to worry about all the commercials or any of that. And um, you, I'm telling you, it was, we had, I had a surprise visit, Anastasia got me. Uh, with um, Sebastian, Gork- Doctor Sebastian Gorka, and the conversation we just had with uh, Ruth Edmonds is, is going to be worth the download and the listen. Please trust me. And while you're at it, follow me at all my platforms. Although they're still, I'm being um, canceled on a lot of them and suspended on a lot of them right now. Um, still follow the YouTube channel, the Rumble channel, uh, Black and White Radio on Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok, and haven't done much with it yet, but also on Snapchat. Uh, you guys okay? We are. That first hour went, that went was, fast. That was yeah, fantastic. Was, I mean, yeah. that's exactly why we have ambassadors like Ruth. Uh, wrong caller, wrong ambassador. Oh, my. Right? <laughs> she let him up, that's for sure. Yes, she did. Not today, Philip from Blue Island. Yeah, not today. today. <laughs> so uh, one of those things, obviously, we welcome all sides to our freedomsquare.com digital commonwealth. Uh, we have venues Absolutely. for news, podcasts, uh, business. So we are really here to help people do business with like-minded Americans who you want to spend your money with. It is imperative that we support small business, medium business, big business, all of those people in order to help them prosper. Absolutely. I I mean, Anastasia said it perfectly. We need to work together and really support each other. It's, uh, It's gotten to that point where we cannot afford to support the organizations that hate us, essentially, the ones that take our money and then donate to causes that we do not believe in, donate to, you know, your Planned Parenthoods or uh, whatever they are. Um, You know, we spend our money with people that share our values and then it turns around and we uh, support ourselves. And before you know it, that leads to winning, uh, winning more elections in the state, winning more elections across the country and, uh, you know, setting the country on a path uh, forward that, 
makes sense. And, unfortunately, and, and that yeah, starts yeah. with electing the right people. Though, it right? does. It does. And that unfortunately does include a lot of religious organizations. I mean, let's be honest. We've got people, all these NGOs who are being supported by federal money. And where are they? They're down at Southern border. They're helping the cartel. They're helping the CCP get illegal aliens into our country. And people are suffering. Yeah. Three million last count last year. That's two, three million. It's unacceptable, right? I mean, and then that puts a strain on our resources. And I mean, that's what I'm saying. These leaders we have right now, none of them are really talking about them. I mean, the last guy that really talked about it was President Donald Trump. You know, and and the rest. I mean, right now they're just silent. Where are our leaders? Where are the people who are supposed to be, you know, running our, our local municipalities, our county boards, our our our, our, our cities, our our our, our, our um, state? And in the federal government, where are they? Where are they? Their voice has been muted. And and we just sit back and allow these tech companies to collude with the media, the government. And nobody's nobody's going to jail. I mean, think about that. Think about that. That's the America that we are in today. Sure. I right? mean, all of our three-letter agencies, right? I mean, they're in on it. Uh, we know that. That's why freedomsquare.com is that digital commonwealth where you can find like-minded Americans and discuss things. You can get news that's been uh, vetted, at least as far as we know, for uh, fairness, right? Podcasters, you can personalize your dashboard. Mm -hmm. And if you subscribe to be a premium account user, you have a lot of access that uh, someone just visiting the site doesn't have. We have educational resources. We do have teachers even visiting our site for the resources section, uh, the the premise of freedomsquare.com is that we're founded by our God-given unalienable rights to be Americans. And people forget that. They, they don't even know what the premise of this, this entire country was founded upon. We need to remind them. Uh, absolutely. Um, and Freedom Square is the place uh, that we can do that. And the, uh, a, a great uh, benefit of Freedom Square is that the, the news, podcasts, the information that you're going to be getting is going to be brought to you by people that are, are reporting the news, not writing the news. Uh-oh. Or creating the news. Exactly. Manipulating. Right. Which is what we have today, well, you know, with, oh, with um, everything that's going on in our media today. And yeah, two of our callers, uh, Dr. Sebastian Gork, our chief ambassador, and Ruth Edmonds, one of our other ambassadors, they will be conducting live forums with question and answers on our forums venue. And you only have access to that if you are a premium subscriber. Yeah, because I'm on the site now and I just clicked on that. I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to subscribe. It's $5. Let's go to the phone. Jim from yes. South Elgin. Jim, welcome back to Black and Right. And I should say Jim is also a sponsor of the show. Thank you so much for sponsoring it's always a pleasure. Well, as we're speaking of uh, international uh, things here, I'm actually getting ready to go to Honduras uh, for a long weekend. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of what they subscribe to, like you're talking about the fake media stuff, a lot of these people are just stuck on stupid with this whole COVID thing, the vaccine, and things like this. And uh, recently Honduras just had an election where a lady is now the president. And the former president... Um, he just got ex, ex, uh, extradited to the United States. His brother has been in jail for a while for you know, all sorts of drug crimes and things. So his brother, the former president of Honduras, is, is, is going to the United States as well for probably similar crimes. And also what happens down there, 
just like in California, you hear about these, you know, these brownouts and stuff. Every once, like once or twice a week, the electricity just goes off. Wow. Because they don't produce enough. Hmm. They have these rolling blackouts and all this green energy policy. Like here in Illinois, they're talking about shutting down our coal plants and things like this and uh, natural gas uh, production of electricity. We cannot let that happen. No, we can't. That's that's one of Darren Bailey's uh, platforms is to not let this stuff occur. But unfortunately, these people voted for this energy bill here in Illinois, and we've got to reverse that. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, down there, you know, in Honduras, the people are very weak. There's nothing they can do. Yeah. Power goes off, that's it. Well, yeah, that, that's where we're headed as Americans, as, as, as a country, if we don't continue, if we don't fight back and elect the right leaders. That's right. Them, you know, no, that's what we need. Absolutely. Remember, uh, Venezuela used to be one of the most beautiful countries and very prosperous. And all it took is one leader to change that entire situation around. That's right. Well, that's what they're trying to do here, and we're not going to let it happen. We aren't. No, that's where we are. You're right, Jim. Appreciate it. Thank you. Be good. All right. He's right, though. Right. He is right. We're the we're at the precipice of all this. Yeah. Right now. So so, what what are the what what's the goals of Freedom Square? What are you guys looking to do? Um, What's the end game of it? Uh, You know, we are trying to provide uh, this digital commonwealth for uh, American patriots, uh, freedom loving individuals to learn about our country, to learn about the founding principles of our country, educate themselves, um, help educate others, um, uh, engage in their local communities, use the forums to engage on issues um, that are very important to them. Um, As Anastasia mentioned, you'll be able to engage with uh, some of our ambassadors, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, Ruth Edmonds, on uh, the topics that uh, are within their expertise. Um, you know, we we mentioned that uh, Ruth w- worked for the NAACP um, and uh, Dr. Gorka has, uh, you know, uh, national sec- national security expertise and background. Um, you can engage with them on uh, their 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 backgrounds and the issues that they have their expertise. in. I almost see it like a, a, a much better. I don't want to say his name. <laughs> Rudge report. <laughs> I sure. won't say his name. Sure. Sure. But but with more interactive tools. Yes, associated with it. that's correct, you and know, it more engagement because he exactly his site is not engaging at all. No, it's definitely not just a news aggregate. Um, obviously, we know what people have been embracing the last two years on the the radical lefts. So you know, we're here to give them give our subscribers a platform where they won't be silenced, they won't be canceled, and especially our the businesses in the business directory. Yeah, right. Uh, these are these are businesses you want to support. Why go to the oligarchs when you can go to this hairstylist or this restaurant or so you guys will be places. providing all that as well it's already up and running and wow. you have access to that if you are a premium subscriber look at you look at you <laughs> you see that just reeling me in well speaking of premium our good friend adam brought us some treats some polish treats so during the break, he's going to come in. During the break, he's going to come in and, and, and provide us with the Polish treats that he brought brought it brought us in. I hope it's good, Adam. I really hope it's good. I'm a because I'll come on air and, and tell you it's not good. All right, all right. Hey, you listening to Black and Right Radio on AM five sixty The Answer? I'm your host John Anthony, live in studio with the Anastasia and Colin Holte. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, 
John Anthony live in the studio with the Anastasia and Colin Holte. Um, before the break, I was telling you about my good friend Adam. I won't say his last name. You know, he's he's like an, uh, um, a mystery man. He's like Mark Vargas. He's a mystery man. Um, but he's everywhere. He goes, he hobnobs. He has, what, Peter Thiel on his uh, Rolodex. He can pick up the phone and call him anytime he wants. He brought us in some Polish treats. Yeah, I know you can't hear us right now, but come on, explain to me what I'm eating right now. Okay, uh, is this mic on? Yeah, okay. just pull it right up. <clears throat> yeah, so what you have right now is called Prince Polo, so it's like you our version the, of... Put the mic up to your mouth. Okay, so what you have right now is Prince Polo, which is like a Polish version of our, our Kit Kat bars. Um, these are amazing things. Like, I grew up on these things as a little kid. I also brought with us some uh, chocolate-covered plums. Mm-mm-mm. These things called Ptaszki Mleczko, which are like marshmallows covered in chocolate. And um, some chocolate fudge. Yeah. Oh, and and, and the, the the plums were good, man. <clears throat> Delicious. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Whenever I go to these events, because I go to CPAC and other places, I like to bring a whole bunch with me and just hand them out to people, which is a great icebreaker because it gets the conversation going with a lot of people. What do you, what do you think about it, Anastasia? <clears throat> I think that was delicious, the chocolate-covered plum. Yeah. And very healthy. <laughs> Do you sell these? Actually, you could pick them up at almost any Polish grocery store. So the one that I went to was Riches on Belmont and Cumberland. Oh, and so that's that. right by my house. So I picked it up from there. But pretty much any Polish store will carry these. These are pretty standard items. Oh, wow. Yeah. Let's go to the phone last. State Representative <clears throat> Marty McLaughlin. Marty, welcome to Black and Right. Hey, John. How are you today? I'm doing well, sir. How are you? Good. Great. Hey, Marty. How are you? Nice <laughs> Good. I'm eating chocolate. Yeah, we're feeding our face right now, Mayor. <laughs> Hang on, I mean, Representative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out getting petitions. Uh, we're, tr- we're trying to get people on ballot. So, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So what's going on, sir? Well, well, I'm uh, uh, getting petitions today, working with a number of uh, people who uh, are out here trying to do the same thing that we're all talking about, getting local leaders in positions to uh, help out and kind of change the course of what's been going on in our uh, state and local government. So. Yeah. Happy to help out everybody across different levels. So. And you guys had an eventful day down in Spring, uh, Springfield a couple of days ago when legislators getting kicked out for not putting on the mask. Um, and some uh, one legislator saying this is a clown show. I mean, what's going on down there? Yeah, you know, the, the, the level of hypocrisy is at an all-time high. Uh, you know, we, we're down there trying to do the uh, people's business. And while we're on the floor, um, you've got some people masked, some people not. But the minute that the cameras go on, everybody masks up on uh, one side of the aisle and the others on the other side uh, are sitting there, uh, you know, trying to do the people's business and also protect themselves and others. It, it's it's a virtue signaling um, show because when we're not on the floor, uh, my friends on the other side of the aisle are out and about uh, without masks on. So it's it, it's really a level of hypocrisy that's over the top. Yeah, so, I wonder how many um, of them. I wonder how many of them have vacation to Florida or some free state where the mask is not. And let's see if they um, that because you're right. The, the hypocrisy is on full display. Um, I'm just I'm glad to know that you're down there because I know you're a fighter. You've been fighting um, as mayor uh, of Barrington. You've been fighting as state representative, and I'm I'm just glad to know that you're down there fighting, sir. Well, I never thought I'd be standing with LeBron James, but when I saw him at the Super Bowl unmasked with 70,000 other people, I guess I'm in the same boat now. (laughs) (laughs) State Representative uh, Marty McLaughlin, thank you so much for calling us today, brother. Yeah, great. And keep up the good work, Anastasia. Keep up the good work on the ground here locally. Without that kind of support, we can't really make change, and uh, we need some serious change. One thing I would want to mention, I'm trying to put a – 
school board recall bill on the docket. So keep your eyes on that. Uh, we don't have a recall election provision for school boards in Illinois. Oh, wow. I'm trying to move a bill. Uh, That's correct. So it'll be difficult to get through, as you can yeah. imagine, but uh, I'm, I'm going to try my best because yeah. Michigan was surrounding states have it. And I think some of the things that are being done to our kids uh, by these school boards that aren't paying attention to what the parents want and then ignoring court orders uh, need to go. So yeah. I'll, uh, I'll give you more information as we proceed, John. And, yeah. and the state I'd love to have you back on. I'd love yeah. you have you back on and talk about that, too. Yeah, absolutely. And for anyone uh, that would like to help out, uh, El Sombrero Restaurant, 2 to 4 today. There'll be a bunch of local um, candidates trying to get petitions. So come on out and help us out. It's in Fox River Grove on Route 14. And if you want to support me, Marty for Illinois, F-O-R dot com. And I appreciate the opportunity. No problem. Thank Thanks, you so Marty. much, Representative. Uh, look, look, is, is this like people are listening to the show today? Politicians? Amazing. And, All and my people friends. people running for office? Oh, wait, oh, oh, they only <laughs> yeah. call it because we had a station. Sorry, right, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, it's not. Well, I posted Anastasia. it on social media. So oh, is this, like, is this oh, why they're all calling in? It's calling. Because, because Anastasia <laughs> effect. Yeah. Because. Uh, I'll just let you listen to who's on the line right now. No way. Yeah, you're you're, you're a good friend. Welcome to Black and Right. Welcome back to Black and Right, I should say. Hey, hey, uh, I, I'm calling to talk to Anastasia. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, hi, Gary. How are you guys? We're doing well. We're yeah, doing well. We think fun. we're winning. We're having fun. But uh, I would love for you to talk to us a little bit about what you've been winning on several issues lately and what you're running on, I guess, as well. I'm here to, I'm, I'm listening to you guys, listen to all the fun. I had to get, I had to get some of this fun. So uh, I appreciate you guys taking my call. Um, you know, we're, we are having fun in my race and we're, we're meeting some great people all over the state of Illinois and, and really, really understanding what we all see from the outside, right? M- moms are going uh, crazy and they should not crazy. Actually, they're, they're being, they're getting engaged and, and really passionately, um, sticking up for their kids like I've never seen before. You know, we're, we're understanding today more than ever the value of, you know, getting people out to run for school boards that, that have the best interests of their kids in mind, right? So I mean, I'm, I'm excited about the direction of Illinois and the, and, and the, the, the people that are, that are being awakened um, that, that probably, you know, have, have had jobs to do and kids to raise and all the things we all have to keep us busy thinking that everybody's got the best intent for their kids and, and their communities and we're finding out that's not the case. So I'm excited. I'm excited about what we're seeing across our state. I love to hear that. And actually, when Marty was just on, he broke some news that I guess we've been waiting for. Those of us who know that we don't have a recall petition yeah. in place in Illinois, of course. Um, I'd love to hear the fact that he is actually presenting that because that's huge. And I know that you have other ideas as well, similar to uh, the newly elected Glenn Youngkin in Virginia. I saw some of your posts this week. So could you tell us a little bit about what you would do if you were elected governor? Well, you know, what, and, and uh, Glenn Youngkin, I, I'm in the RG, Republican Governors Association with him, so I've talked to him a bunch of times, and he's a, he's a sharp guy doing the right thing. Um, and, you know, he, he's eliminated the mandates. We, we must do that in Illinois, of course. Um, it's, it's crazy, the, man, the mandates we think we can put on people. I mean, you guys probably even saw, you know, that, that what, what's going on with this, this governor of ours, this tyrant, and I, I look at him as fail. Failed Governor J. Bob, he's uh, <laughs> the, the state. The statement J. Bob made last week on Wednesday was something something in order of, uh, you know, that uh, you know the law is what I think it should be. Yeah, it's not what the court. It's not what the court ruled. It's it's what I think it should be. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's that's the most tyrannical statement I've ever heard by a governor in Illinois in my life. 
and and it, and it won't stop there. If we if we if we're accepting of this, it'll get worse. All right, he, he's he's uh, you know he, he's the wrong guy for the job. We know this. We got to work really hard to make sure we get him out. But you know, you know, when we look at what's gone on in good states, you know, DeSantis is an example of that. Um, I know Youngkin will be an example of that. Christy Nome. Um, you know, they, they, they care about lives, but they also care about livelihoods, right? right. Lives are so important. We have to always nurture, you know, life, but boy, you know what? You're not nurturing life very well. If you're, if you're ruining businesses, you're picking winners and losers in businesses. And the big winners are usually, you know, large corporate America, not, not our, not our bars, restaurants, and small businesses. Who've lost, my my goal is we've lost terribly and they're, and they're losing right now. I mean, you know, you, you guys, you guys see it like I do. We've got friends. In the restaurant business, my offices are in Schaumburg and Chicago. And when I go out and I see my friends' restaurants suffering so bad because 40, 50% of their, of their patrons aren't coming in, and not, not just because they might not, have, not, be, not be vaccinated, but because even though they're vaccinated, they, they, don't wanna, they don't wanna put up with this. They don't right. wanna be carded uh, and, and, and asked you know, what, what, if they've been vaccinated or not. So again, I, I, when I see my friends in these restaurant businesses and bar businesses and they, in towns like Schaumburg and, and, and Cook County towns in the city, it's really disheartening to it see how they, they've, they've made it through all this, all the storm. And now they, they, they felt pretty good. And then, we, then we slapped all this back on them. Yeah. So again, that, that will never happen in a Rabine administration. I'm a, I'm a free market you know, champion. I've, I've been in, involved in, in job creators network and turning point USA and different organizations that, really really you know support freedom and free enterprise yeah and so i'll i'll be the governor that that really is behind this in a big way so yeah and we had a great time at the charlie kirk event uh turning point usa event the other night uh to see those kids up there i mean it was just such a moving and inspirational night um gary rabine thanks so much for joining us on black and right um I'm glad you're listening on a Saturday. Uh, oh, sorry, you you called to speak to Anastasia. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Wait, who's the, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. And now more black and right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Just switch your attitude. Go ahead and level up yourself. This that different latitude. Welcome back to Black and White Radio. I want AM560 the answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Live in studio with the Anastasia and Colin Holte. And my good friend Adam, who's you know, I've I've lost like twenty something pounds, and Adam's trying to put some of those pounds right <laughs> back on me. Uh I don't know if I, I I don't know if I I may have to kick you out of here, Adam. I don't know. It's bulking season. That's what it is. <laughs> but I, I'm really excited to have our next guest on the line. I'm excited. I think I'm even more excited than you. I mean, both of us got to speak with him this past week at the TPUSA Masks Off event at the Arcata Theater. Uh, I am personally, along with a lot of parents that I know, forever grateful to have joined in the lawsuit uh, against tyranny and children and masking and the mandates that we have suffered with and our children have suffered with even more than us. Some of us, you know, don't have to wear masks for eight hours a day, yet they believed, and one person in particular, our tyrannical governor believed, our children should be forced and abused to wear masks to school every day when the schools actually finally opened, thankfully. But uh, I'm so proud to introduce our next guest, Thomas DeVore. 
Hello. What's up, Mr. Thomas DeVore? Hello, John. How you feeling right now? You basking in the victory, in that glow of victory? No, you know, uh, I would like to say the answer to that, yes. But you know what? I don't. I think with all the emotion I've seen coming out of people as a result of what's going on, I don't know that basking is the right word, John. Yeah. It's just it's, it's, things are, you know, far too serious for that a little. Yeah. And uh, but yeah. no, I certainly am pleased and 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 grateful that it's turned out the way that it has because a lot of people were suffering for a long time. And we've still got a little work left to do because we still have a few school districts that are holding on with the last straw. So that's what we're working on. Yeah. What's the count up to now as far as the school districts? Um, that have- About 630. Wow. Out of 800 plus school districts, 630. Wow. That I, I would Correct, say, sir. you know, you you may not be basking, but I know that there are so many parents <laughs> because because I've had conversations with them and, I've, and students and I, I, I really... I, I, I don't think it's really hit you what you were able to do with this lawsuit and how it really has impacted so many of our young people. Um, you, and you saw it that night when, when we were at the Turning Point USA with Charlie Kirk, and you heard those young people. Yes. And all they kept I listened saying, closely. And they kept saying how, how, how they were so happy that you did what you did, and it, 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 it helped free them from the bondages from this, this, this tyrannical governor, right? Yeah, I don't think that the governor really has, you know, whatever bubble the man lives in. And we all, to a certain extent, have our own worlds that we're in. But I just, it, it, it surprises me a little even that he doesn't seem to appreciate uh, the, the damage short-term and long-term that he's done to some of the development of these children. I don't think he sees that, John. Well, especially since it doesn't apply to his family, right, Thomas? Well, it doesn't. I mean, he, you know, there's a lot of privileges that being a billionaire gets you. And I'm quite certain that, you know, his children, and, and again, that's fine. It is, is what it is. Probably didn't have to address some of the same things. I mean, some of our children in our uh, minority communities or our, you know, financially disadvantaged communities, uh, their children suffered significantly because, you know, the school environment is really where they have any level of, uh, of health and function and when some of their home environments. And so those children really have suffered significantly. And, you know, uh, I was fortunate mine didn't because of that. I'm sure the governors don't, but, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of families that suffered. I don't know that the governor sees it. I agree with you. And obviously, you know, your partnership with all of the parents has really brought to light what is going on here. We have the majority of the the school board, the school boards really who didn't stand up for the rights of our children. And this really brought to light what is going on and what we can never allow to happen again. That's right. You know, I've had several conversations with school board attorneys and, uh, you know, we don't see as many things differently than we see the same. But one of the points that I really make to them is without being critical, it's like, you know, these school districts, in my mind, they had an obligation to stand up for these kids, and they didn't do that. And, and again, whatever reason they didn't, I, I don't know, but they didn't, and that's a fact. I mean, a very small, like, single digit was the number of school districts that stood up against this, and you could see that as soon as Judge Grishow issued her order, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them switched back to fully mask optional policies. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, if you just would have done that in the first place, we wouldn't have had to have gone through all of this because it was only that fear 
that caused them to stay in the position they were in. And again, it was, there was never any schools that suffered any real direct consequences. It was just threats. And I have three school districts that I represent that have haven't had masks on kids all year. And they stood up to the Illinois state board of education. Right. Hey Tom, uh, can you hold the line? Um, I, I wanted to hold sure. you for one more segment because there's a couple other things that I want to get into uh, specifically about you opening up the lawsuit. Also, um, the lawsuit that's filed, that's been filed against the Speaker of the House, Chris Welch. Um, I think that's that's going to be <laughs> what's happening down there in Springfield is just complete chaos, in my opinion. Uh, you listening to Black and White Radio on AM five sixty answers. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and White on AM five sixty. The answer. Here's John Anthony. The order is in effect. I mean, we're now trying to deal with a, you know, an errant decision by a judge in one county, one particular judge. You know, it's thrown everybody into a state of confusion. Uh, and we're trying to get the appellate court to address it because it was it was wrongly decided. Governor, this is about, this is about due process, the, the issue of due process. You know, you're, you're innocent until proven guilty. People believe that yeah. you're healthy until proven yeah. sick. Yeah. As it is with your order, it would it takes that away. Everybody's assumed sick. They got to wear masks. They got to be excluded, even though they may not test positive if they're a close contact. Again, the judge's decision, which you're referring to, poorly decided. It it, it leaves out entirely a, a section of the law that she obviously either didn't read or didn't want to address. So I think that's all going to be considered by the appellate court. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM five sixty Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Uh, before the break, we were speaking with attorney Thomas DeVore. Uh, uh, attorney, what do you what say you about that statement that the governor that the order is still in effect that you know this judge is um, has mis- misled and there's just, there's a state of confusion right now. Well, that was after Judge Grishow entered her ruling, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the governor obviously was gaslighting, trying to keep school districts from doing what they did. It didn't work. And you know what, John, when the appellate court ruled, they actually brought up that issue that the governor was talking about there. And the the appellate court dispelled with the governor's position with two words. We disagree. (laughs) So the only one buying the governor's Kool-Aid is the governor. Nobody else is buying it. Uh, Tom, I have a question for you here. Do you think that it is... Uh, irresponsible for JB in his capacity as governor and sitting governor of the state of Illinois to cast doubt like that on uh, the decision of a sitting judge? It's absolutely irresponsible, and it's not something that professional attorneys do. If a judge issues a ruling that I disagree with as an attorney, I have two words. I respectfully disagree. Yeah. But when he when he goes about calling her misguided, and out of touch with the, not only is he wrong, it's just him being completely inappropriate. So when, you know, you're a billionaire, I guess you can get away with that kind of stuff, but it's completely tactless in my opinion. And it's not something that attorneys do. We don't attack judges. We respectfully disagree with them. Yeah. Now, now, um, Tom, what happens with the lawsuit? Uh, Cause I know you were talking about opening it back up uh, so that people can join in who, missed that opportunity the last time. Is that still an option or are you just going to wait to see what happens at the Illinois Supreme court? Well, we've got a request for as to the existing districts that are under this lawsuit right now, John, we got a joinder application that we've got set for next Friday 
with Judge Grishow, and I don't know, 700, 800, 1,000 parents have already going to be joining into these existing districts. And then for school districts that were not a part of this case, we'll be filing another one at the beginning of the week that adds a bunch more of these school districts that uh, continue to, again, it's it's almost like it's become a political power play about you're not going to tell me what to do. I mean, the the appellate court, Jay Carr, Judge Grishow, they've all called the ball correctly. And, you know, I've heard, I've heard as well that a lot of folks, probably good folks in the democratic party have went to the governor saying, what are you doing? Why do you keep doing this? You're hurting the state. You're hurting people. And to be honest, they're probably saying, because that's what parties do that you're not helping the party. And he dug his heels in and said, I'm not going to yield. I'm going to keep fighting. So, yeah. can, you can, know, who's he fighting for? He's fighting for himself. That's it right yeah. now. Are you still accepting people? And how can those people who that you may be accepting, or is, is, is that deadline over? If, no, if they go to TomDevore.com, John, those links or those application links are there. If they want to join an existing school district or they have a new school district they want to join to it, that's still an opportunity right now for people. Thank you so much for that. We have a lot of parents who are still interested in joining. Um, one of the good things that we did in, uh, I guess, that came out of our school board and our superintendent in Barrington 220 was uh, they they immediately, similar to what you said, uh, they retracted everything and, and let us go masks optional. Uh, unfortunately, some some districts did not do that. So I appreciate you fighting for those districts who did not uh, did not. Uh, follow the orders of the judge. Well, and again, it's not so much even following the orders of the judge. It was following the law that the judge uh, put out there because your school district, probably like many other, when they read her order, they got good legal advice and says, you know what, you might not be bound by this order technically, but the law that the judge lays out in here, you continue to force these masks and these exclusion policies on your students, you could be facing some significant civil uh, liability through claims brought by parents. That's right. why 600 and something school districts have changed their policies. Right. It's because the law that the judge laid down said, this is all unconstitutional and you're violating due process. And Tom, we got about a minute left. Okay. Um, what, what, what's your thoughts on the attorney general, not representing the people, but continuing to fight, uh, this battle with, with for J.B. Pritzker and not for the people? Well, again, one, I, I, I personally disagree with the Attorney General. He has an absolute obligation to represent the people of this state. They are first and foremost his client. He also does have to participate in representing the governor, but what the Attorney General should have done, in my opinion, is right out the gate he should have said, look, there's a dispute between my main client, which is the people, in the action of the governor. And for that reason, I'm going to recuse myself and my office is not going to do that. But he attacked his own people, John. And I, and again, I don't, I don't know how he could find it in himself to do that. Attacked his own people. Yeah. Well, attorney Thomas DeVore, thank you so much. You're always a a treat every time you come on and I learn something new every time I listen um, to you. Thank you, Uh, sir. uh, Thank you so much. And um, go get them, man. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thanks. Attorney Thomas DeVore. You heard that. Thomas DeVore. Did he say ThomasDeVore.com? If you're interested in going, becoming a yes, part of the lawsuit. Yes, you can also on Facebook. He's, yeah. He has a link as well on his Facebook. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560. 
The Answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind. Thinking I can see through this and see what's behind. Got no way to prove it, so maybe I'm lying. But I'm only human. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Anastasia, Colin Holte, and the Adam Man. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't you just love a turn, uh, Thomas DeVore? Isn't he just a legend? Awesome? He's a legend. He really is. Well, let's go to the phone lines and talk to Marsha. Mm-hmm. Marsha, welcome to Black and Right. Hi, can you guys hear me okay? Yes. Awesome. What's going on? How y'all doing? We're doing well. What's going on? Hey, Marsha. Hi, see? Uh-oh. I am in the... She's one of my like, friends. I'm in the lovely state of Colorado. Oh. And there's barely anyone wearing any masks here at all. It's fantastic. Oh, nice. Must oh, be we nice. love that. Marsha's a fellow mama bear. Oh, so how do you know Marsha? So uh, she's a mama bear from Barrington, very active, uh, former employee in the pharmaceutical company, not to be named, <laughs> and um, is actually also a small business owner. Oh, nice. And uh, she's also part of the FreedomSquare.com business directory. So we're very proud. She's one of our founding business directory members, and we like to support all of our local businesses. Marsha, you there? Did she, did she hang up on I'm you? I'm right here. So, yeah, I'm so, here. So what's going on out there in Colorado? Well, it's a long weekend, so we took a little trip, and um, it's just great. I um, And we had, like, such a great week with all the news in Illinois for the kids, and so we're certainly celebrating that. And um, It's just super beautiful here, sunny, and <laughs> lovely. Hey, Marsha, I have a question for you. Prior to all this happening, were you engaged in, in any of this, you know, what's happening with your kids' education? Were you engaged in, in politics at all? Um, I was not engaged in politics at all. Um, and I was telling someone else the other day, until like two years ago, I had never had a reason to go to a school board meeting. Um, and I have five kids. My oldest is 17, so that's pretty telling. Um, you know, here and there I talk with the principal about something, but nothing um, nothing elevating. So it's really interesting. Um, things have changed a lot, and um, I felt really needing to get involved. Now, how many of your friends were the same way and are now engaged and involved? Oh, I'd say the majority of the friends and, and the, the folks at Asia and I both know really weren't we weren't really feeling that um, we needed to get as involved as we do now. Wow. And I think that's that's what that's the mistake that this governor has made. He's awakened people like Marsha to, 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 to come back and bite him in the butt by voting voting them out of office. What are you saying? It's true. I mean, they've politicized everything. I mean, math is political now. Yeah. How's that even possible? Yeah. Math. It is. Math's political. You know, everything's a conspiracy of the right. It is. Well, Marsha, thanks so much for joining us. Sounds like you're in a restaurant probably eating really good right now. Marcia? Yeah, we're going to eat some good food and have a good time, and I, I'm happy to talk to you guys, and and I hope that um, the state of Illinois and folks can start looking um, around at the other states, because even in, you know, Colorado's a very democratic state, and things here are very different, wide open, um, so 
So it's, it's interesting to me. Um, it is, it's, it's not purely political, it, I don't think. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah. We got to go. Okay. Uh, appreciate your Have call. A good- Thank She's right. you. She's right. I mean, school choice means so much more than just uh, the public school system right now. School yeah. choice is a lot. It's about curriculum and parents' rights. Yeah. Well, Philip from Blue Island called in because we were discussing school choice last week. And he was completely clueless. Hey, I'm calling you out, Phil. Completely clueless of what school choice was. But guess what? Hour two in the books. Hour three coming up. Don't go anywhere. I'm trying to get the man on the street on the, on, on the phone to talk about what happened to him. When he spoke at the school board, we'll be right back. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita, I write what I live, my life in the speaker, I'm nice with the flow, just like the demeanor. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio, hour number three. Ah, oh, I love saying that. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Anastasia, Colin Holte, and my buddy, the Adam. The Adam. Um, guys, if you've, if you've been following the Facebook feed, um, yeah, it's been blocked, uh, so... Head on over to Rumble if, if you're listening uh, through social media. Head over to Rumble and catch us up on Rumble. Yeah, so I'm I'm suspended from YouTube now, and AM five sixty's YouTube as well. I'm also on AM five sixty. You you type in in the search bar AM five sixty, you'll catch me live on YouTube there because um, you know something must be going on. I must be over the target or something. Mm-hmm. That's you know? what we say, right? I mean, yep. that's why we have platforms like FreedomSquare.com. So we can fight the censorship, and we're a platform, a digital commonwealth for freedom-loving Americans to go and find their news, participate in forums, talk to like-minded Americans, and do business with other like-minded Americans. Yep, we are trying to provide your safe harbor from cancel culture. Yeah, and because and, cancel culture, listen, let, let, let's park there real quick. Cancel culture has to be canceled. I'm not into the cancel culture. I like. I'm not into, you know, not going here, not doing that. Not right. I, I, I just, I personally, I, I hate cancel culture. Right. I don't care who you are, Republicans or Democrats. I just, I just despise the cancel culture. People say, you need to get off YouTube. No. There are people that need to hear what I'm saying on YouTube. It's, you know. It's so contrary to what our entire process and what our country is, is built on. I mean, right. We, Right. And in, in our legal system, you're innocent until proven guilty. You have an opportunity to defend yourself in, in open court for any situation. With this cancel culture mob that we're encountering on social media, it, any one misstep for something that's not, not even a, a codified crime in the country, and you'll never work again. Yeah. Kevin Hart just recently, I'm a, I'll find the audio on, during the break, but Kevin Hart said, this is the stupidest crap that I've ever seen, cancel culture. Mm-hmm. It, 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 listen, just like the reason why I believe these mandates stopped because we rose up, the people made it stop. The only way we stop cancel culture is we rise up and say, no, you're not canceling me. I, I mean, I've been canceled. So I'm just like, I've been canceled. I've been pushed to, down to the, to, to the depths of, 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 
you name it, despair. Yeah. And yet still I rise, you know, that, but, but we have to, the only way we, we, we defeat cancel culture is if we unite and say, no, we're done and go to places like freedom square where, 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 where to put people's platforms up and say, you know what? You don't worry about it. You can't be canceled where we're at. You know, I know, I know Bobby's listening. (laughs) You know, y'all know who that is. Bye bye. (laughs) We're also looking to help elevate new upcoming podcasters as well. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be we'll be adding those down the road as well. I mean, the the site itself will be growing exponentially. So stay with us. And yeah, I like that. Subscribe. Yeah. Let's go to the phone lines. Mike from Yorkville. What's up, buddy? Thanks for calling Black and Right. John. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. As we listen to what Pritzker's been doing and many of these other, uh, I call them agents of anarchy throughout the world. I mean, all the way up in Canada, out into Europe, even in Illinois here with Pritzker. Um, we just see that these people, we just, it seems like many people have a hard time understanding that this is not just something that just happens. Something like this has been planned for a long time with all these people that are all involved because they never operate individually. They all kind of move just like an amoeba. They're all universal. They're all moving together in the same direction. And that's why it's important. Like how you said, we need to go ahead and do these other platforms. We have to have the parallel economy. That's true. And, and that's what we're building yeah. at freedomsquare.com with our business directory. We're building yes. this parallel um, economy on the business directory side so that people can go there and visit and spend their money with people like us. Yeah. Mike, you ever been to freedomsquare.com? No, I have not, but I will check it out now, though. All right. And, you know, that's, that's the one thing how you even said you don't want to back out of those areas. And I understand but at some point, we have to understand to not support them and finally take away their ability because the more people they have on the platform, that's where they generate their power. Because I don't know if anybody's seen Trump's social media platform. He put already a saved profile for Jack Dorsey. Yes. <laughs> none of those people, none of those people will ever show up to any of those uh, other freedom speech type of platforms because they will not be able to sustain themselves. They know that. What they don't have the power to cancel other people out at that point. That's true, they right? won't be able to hold up their own speech. That's true. That's true, Mike. I I, I agree, but I still don't cancel. Sorry. <laughs> Amen to that. All right, brother. Bye Thanks bye. for calling. Bye. It's a fine line, though. It is difficult. I mean, uh, most of us really despise you know, the Facebook, Twitter world, and we don't want to be a part of it. But you're right. I mean, there is a sense of laziness. Yeah. And people just... Don't want to get out of there. This is what they're used to. This is mm-hmm. where they post. This is where all their friends and family are. But uh, we are providing that as well in our forum section. So our hope is to move all these groups and parents who can mobilize and see what's going on, uh, not just in the arena of you know school boards and things like that, but let's say you are traveling to another state and you'd like to go see a rock band or somebody that you know shares the same values as you. Oh, really? Yeah. And this is a national... Uh, website right now so you can find businesses yeah. all over the country and other things as well entertainment yep. so it's it has nowhere to go but up and out yeah yeah i mean the the potential to use freedom square to connect with people that share your values and are going to continue to uh uphold and and elevate uh the principles that america were, was founded on um are pretty much endless you know the, you can engage through the uh, the forums and find these people um, to uh, to go out like Anastasia said 
and, uh, you know, meet, meet new people that share your ideas or have discourse with people that, you know, maybe don't share your ideas and then actually have an opportunity to legitimately learn from one another uh, rather than just trying to shout over each other and whoever yells the loudest uh, wins. Yeah. And Adam, you, you're in tech. Yeah, so. yeah. This is actually more my area of expertise that I kind of understand a little bit better. So <clears throat> there's a lot of uh, there's a guy named Will Chamberlain who's a legal expert. Uh, that I follow on Twitter. And there are things that we can do to help kind of like alleviate some of this cancel culture stuff. One example of things to do is to classify things like social networks uh, that are particularly large as common carriers, so to speak, like we do with like utility companies. Mm-hmm. So therefore they can't discriminate against the traffic on their network except for traffic that might be disruptive, like spam traffic, for example. Um, you know, they can be classified as things as like uh, common uh, spaces used by, you know, kind of like how we have common uh, public squares. And so we do have to also get the legal aspects of these to kind of catch up to the fact that we have these big monopoly companies that have this like absolute control over large portions of, of what we can do and discuss. They're like small kingdoms. They are. These are kingdoms. I mean, billions of subscribers <laughs> on these these and, and, yeah. and they're affecting how we how we do um, America. Right. Yeah. How do you fix yeah. that? Yeah. So uh, th- there's a part you know you could do through like the legal process and there's a part that we can do ourselves. So, for example, this work that you guys are doing is absolutely amazing. Because it helps to kind of like create the grassroots movement to kind of push back against this. But we have to hold our politicians to account too. Because a lot of these politicians, they, they, they say we're going to help with all this like censorship. We're going to say, but they don't do anything. They just simply pay lip service to this. And as a result, nothing gets done. And until we start holding our, our politicians accountable saying, hey, we need to classify these as sort of like public utilities. That if they hit a certain scale, they're basically like a phone network and they cannot just simply take you down for any reason. Then nothing's going to happen until that point. And the problem is, is taking these these big companies like Facebook down so difficult because there's a term in computer science called Metcalfe's law, which says that the value of a network is proportional to the square of the number of nodes in the network. So once a network gets extremely big, it becomes so useful, it becomes really difficult to overcome it because you only have a few hundred people on a network. It's really not that very useful for you, for you to talk to your coworkers, your family, or people halfway across the world. So at, at some point, we have to do some little bit of you know, Theodore Roosevelt you know, trust busting, so to speak, to kind of put these companies back in line. And that's where actually the name Freedom Square comes from. Um, as you probably know, um, most of us, including myself, are first-generation Americans. We come from, uh, whether it's European ancestry or anywhere else. And in our countries of origin, we had these squares, right? And, it, and I'm Greek, obviously. That's called a platia. So that in that square, it's the Freedom Square in the middle of the town. That's where people would unite and gather. And then you'd have your, you know, your barber, your... You'd have your restaurant tour. You'd have your bars, and you know you'd have everybody there, and everybody would engage in this discourse and talk about things, not just politics, but life in general. And that's kind of how you build your culture. So that's what we're building on a digital front here at FreedomSquare.com. I like that. I like that because I mean we're going to need all hands on deck. We're going to need as many tools as possible to fight what's coming because I really think everything that we've we've seen thus far was a trial run something so much more devious and I, I just hope these people who are so-called woke will wake up from their slumber and their sleepwalk because the world leaders are, are getting together for something and we got to fight back we got to protect the interests of america we'll be right back black and right continues on AM 560. Once again, here's John Anthony.
Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Anastasia, Colin Holte, and Adam. Adam, you know, before that break, I really, I really want people to understand the tools that are readily accessible to them right now when it comes to this, this, this tech culture war. What can people, you know, especially we... I mean, I know you were talking about there's one way where the, 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 but I think that has to be done from a legislator from Congress. And that's Section 230 and all that, right? Yeah, there's a legislative approach to the problem, too, that can be done. Uh, we could also balance the interests of things like small companies and big companies because you need to allow small companies some flexibility so we can have sort of like a Facebook world that once you hit a certain size, you know, you become more like a public square and a public utility kind of deal. Yeah. So there's a legislative aspect to solving the problem. And there's also an aspect to solving the problem that involves tech. So now uh, there's a lot of problems because a lot of this stuff has been so monopolized. For example, Amazon's AWS is the reason why Parler went down right? because they were dependent on that technology. So, And Amazon does an amazing job in a lot of the tools that they offer programmers. So we have to funnel money into a lot of these conservative tech projects so that we can start to build a comparable ecosystem. Like Getter. Like Getter, for example. Jason Miller is a good friend of mine. Um, you Freedom know, Square. Freedom Square. You know, all these different projects, you know, getting together. And once you start getting more and more projects together, they start hiring services that they need to be able to take care of some of these other back-end stuff. And then now we create a whole ecosystem around it. So it's not just simply just that Freedom Square. It's who Freedom Square has to hire to do all the back-end stuff and all and what Getter has to hire. And now all of a sudden we create an ecosystem to kind of compete with companies like Amazon's AWS system. Right. And that's basically what you guys are trying to do. That's correct. And we obviously, we strive to use everybody who is on our side, like-minded, freedom-loving Americans, you know, anti-cancel culture to to do all of that for us, whether it be for our platform, our web development, and our monitoring, our security, all of that is done through people like us. And and one one of the things that we should be doing as conservatives more is reaching out to, for example, the libertarian branch in the San Francisco community, because they're, San Francisco and the tech community was founded on the idea of kind of like freedom and openness right. and it got you start well, that was Zuck, that was zuckerberg that's what he started out <clears throat> yeah that was he, back in the day yeah he that's built a correct. kingdom and but, but it was usurped of dollars yeah, but, it, but it was usurped by kind of these like woke progressives who viewed these as tools to kind of implement social change right. and how they want things to be yeah. and so that kind of like there is still a contingent in silicon valley who wants kind of like a freedom loving decentralized system and we need to reach across to these people and invite them and that's what kind of what's happening right now in miami like miami is becoming a tech hub for conservatives and mayor francis suarez is doing absolutely amazing job of bringing these non-woke you know engineers into a place where they can work together and they could kind of create these systems that compete with some of the silicon valley and we need to start kind of getting more involved in that process too yeah let's go to the phone lines jim from chicago jim thanks so much for calling black and right Uh, thanks for holding too yeah, that's okay. I, I just, you know, since 1860, we've had two parties in the country. You know, we probably will have them for another 100 years. What if, if no party is going to take over for any extended period of time? They never have. No state is strictly Democrat or strictly Republican. And the reality is, I don't care what they put on social media or what they put on TV or there are born Democrats and born Republicans. They've been born into the family, and they, they go back hundreds of years, Republican and Democrat. Yeah. So you're never going to change that. And, and it's a healthy thing to have two parties, two vibrant parties. And uh, I don't see how uh, influencing somebody on a machine to tell them how to vote is going to do anybody uh, 
it, it was going to win the day. I mean, if you pitch for 100 years from now, I'm going to turn on my uh, computer and it's going to say, well, let's see now. Yeah. It'll be the same it's always been. Well, Jim, I'm, it's, I'm, it's a two-party system. It's just it's ridiculous to keep going, vilify one party or the other party. It's just stupid. Well, if you've listened to my show, you know I've advocated for getting rid of the entire party system, and everybody had to run as independents. Uh, I don't care what you're running for. Everybody had to run as independents. I think you, you would definitely see a change in... Yeah, but that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. It's never going to be. It's always going to be Republican or Democrat because they have to raise money to run, and they have an organization. Like the Republicans have an organization, the Democrats have an organization. Well, you and know, they, it's like it's like two sports teams. I'm pulling for the White Sox, and you're pulling for the Cubs. No Cubbies. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's what I'm the Sox fan. I call them the Chubbies. But the point is, I, I pull for the White Sox. It's so it's just like the Democrats, Republicans. Republicans pull for Republicans, and Democrats pull for Democrats. But guess what? I pull for, hey, if the Cubs are not in the world and not playing in the playoffs, you know who I pull for? The Chicago White Sox. Because you know why? I'm a Chicago boy. Thanks so much for calling, Jim. Um, you know, the only way we change this, I'm not into the business of that'll never happen. I mean, the people who believe in that'll never happen haven't, you know, broken barriers and doesn't you know? Doesn't really want to effect change and, and make our, our our world a better place. So I I really don't believe in the whole. You can't do that. That'll never happen. Uh, I was told that I could never be a state rep in a ninety five ninety seven percent ninety eight percent white district, but I was. So don't I don't live in the that'll never happen or you can't do that world. Yeah, I mean absolutely. The, I mean that that statement. Uh, just because something you think something's going to be difficult doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Um, you know that's that's actually what makes things worth doing. Yeah, but that's why we also have a mediocre. Everything is mediocrity because people believe in and oh, I can't do that. Oh, or, or I don't matter because no. it takes work. It takes right. a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah, nothing comes for free. I mean, I'm sure you guys are noticing that building this freedom. I've, oh, yeah. I've seen you guys from the, from the onset building this out, and, and you know, Babette's a real close friend and sister of mine so i've seen you guys how you've been building this out and seen the growth seen you know all the people that you guys have brought through nothing nothing worthwhile is ever easy ever in life absolutely right and this is and, the time oh yeah it's definitely a, a difficult journey um you're basically trying to overtake giants at this point but it is doable because we saw that happen with myspace we thought you know back in the early 2000s it was a giant of its time and it got overtaken yahoo was a giant of its yes. time and now it's yeah. just simply a news exactly. <laughs> and now it's just a news aggregator overtaken by Google. There will be additional products and things that will come out that will usurp some of these, you know, current giants. Um, it's just going to be really difficult because they're much more entrenched now than they were um, a decade ago. Because we depend on, for example, Android phones, which you know has services integrated from all over the Google's platform on there. For example. Oh really. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have an Apple or an Android? Man, I'm an Apple guy. Uh, see, that's why. You don't know. I'm an Android guy. Mm. Yeah, I got my Samsung Galaxy over here. But their services are very well integrated at all levels, so it makes it really hard to d- leave the platform. But, you know, Google, like any other company, could die a death of a thousand cuts where somebody takes a little piece here, somebody takes a little piece here. Yeah. For example, you have uh, – Google used to have a work – platform i think it was a google teams or something and it got usurped by things like zoom and things like um slack and a couple other software hangout platforms. too right 
Hangout. Hangouts, but I don't know who really uses that to tell you the truth. I've, so I've used yeah. it once in a meeting. Not really sure what it is, but it's on my phone. Yeah. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, it's basically Google Zoom. It's yeah. not as not as functional. Yes, yes, but you're right. Google started that way as well. I mean, yeah. they were not this tyrant when they began oh, yeah. this whole journey. Yeah. And I remember about 15 years ago, they were on the cusp of being canceled as well because they would not succumb to the Chinese Communist Party. And they were being censored. Their platform was taken down over there. I mean, people couldn't surf the Internet in other countries and predominantly in China. So they obviously what changed, though. What do you think? What do you think shifted them? Money. Money. It's money, purely money. money. It has to be. Because there are, what, a billion people in China? Mm-hmm. Abs- they did. They gave in. Yeah. It's an absolutely massive market and it's a growing market and they are a solid middle-income country at the moment. So there, there's a lot of potential. That's why Hollywood is bending over backwards to them. Uh, in the tech industry, there's also a problem. So a good friend of mine, uh, Palmer Lucky, so he is the founder of Oculus Rift. He sold it to Facebook for $2 billion, mm-hmm. um, and now runs Anduril, which is a tech company, uh, has discussed on multiple occasions, including publicly on Twitter, that the tech industry has a problem with China constantly coming in, trying to buy up our tech companies, steal our intellectual property, and take it back to their country. And oftentimes when they do that, they also make the companies compromise on some of their values. So they, you know, help, you know, shift the discussion, the dialogue uh, mm-hmm. on whatever product they're having to be in favorable, you know, to the CPCCP and what's going on with the Uyghur situation and all that. So, and, you know, a good friend of mine, Zach Voorhees, who's also the Project yeah. Veritas Google whistleblower. I met him. Great guy. Yeah, great guy. Great guy. Um, discusses some of these internal politics that go on in the company. And so it's, 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 it's a horrible situation. And Zach worked for Google. Google. Yeah. yeah, don't be evil, but they went the other way now. Yeah, you said they're not evil. No, the, the original motto was "Don't be evil," yeah. and now they've went the oh, other way on that oh, model. Oh. That was their founding motto. Oh my! Hey, yeah. you listening to Black and White Radio on AM five sixty? The answer. I'm your host, Jeanette. Don't you guys hate these time limits? Yes. We can be talking, we'll get into a good conversation, have a guest talking, and we gotta go to break. We gotta pay the bills. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm on the loose, whoa, 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 making moves. I need some room, whoa, 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 always cold. With Donut Song, Donut Song, hey, I'm the truth. Oh, they want some growth here. Don't be rude, something new. Even when I lose, I make it look cold. Do the show, then we hit the room. Life is looking old, what to do? I don't need the shades up to like the view. It's time to get back in the swing of things. When my life crashes, I'm not the guy that'll flee the scene. I'll take ownership and own it and raise my hand if it's me. Just remember, though, I'm only a man. I'm a human being. Don't they see? Shoot the breeze. I'd rather just stay discreet. People claim they're in your corner but leave you in times of need. They don't listen, do they? They don't listen to any. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Anastasia, Colin Holte, and my good man. Adam, hey, <laughs> that was a good, interesting conversation. So today, I had a interesting conversation with two truckers, and we were talking about what was going on in Canada. And so I said, "Hey, have you guys gotten any memos about this happening in America?" He goes, "Yeah, we've heard about it, but he goes, I don't think what's happening in Canada will happen in America." Hmm. He said, "You know, there are not enough owner operators here." He said, because if you're, if you're driving a truck for a corporation or any one of the big rigs, um, that won't happen because they're not going to get paid. Oh, now he wants to call in, Mark. <laughs> um, but, Adam, you said during the break, 
what's happening in Canada didn't happen in America. So the restrictions. Yeah, the restrictions are very different. So <clears throat> I was following the situation a little bit in Canada, like in Quebec. They had um, like 10 p.m. curfews. They were extremely strict about it. Um, and they were much stricter throughout all the different providence, provinces. So um, we in the United States, we had some strictness, but you can see we're not really anywhere close to what they are in Canada. And we do have places, alternatives to go to. Like a lot of people can go to Florida or Arizona or all these other different places to kind of get away too. So um, we weren't pushed yet all the way back into the corner like they were in Canada where they decided they had no other option but to fight and come out in this massive wave in uh, Ottawa. So it's a, it's a slightly different situation we have here than what they had in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, I mean, that makes sense because, I mean, and we don't know what the Canadian legal system is like as well. I know they don't have a, a, a constitution like that's as great as America, the American constitution. Yeah, they have a charters, I think right. that's what it was or something mm-hmm. like that. It's right. a little bit different. Yeah. See, I mean, I tell you, Anastasia and I were just walking to get some water and we said, that's what. That's the importance of the Second Amendment, though. We have guns. We have guns, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. people right. know it. I mean, countries know it, right? Yeah. I mean, look at Australia right now. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. talking about a tyrant. Oh my goodness, yeah. that guy. You will not be able to drink. You, I mean, they basically had to wear their mask at all times. all times. Yeah. Even when you were out of the drink, you have to have your mask on. And who would have guessed that? Right. Ever. <sighs> These people. Um, let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to the man on the street, Mark. Mark, Mark Willemeyer. What's going on, buddy? Well, there's a lot going on at these school boards. I don't know. On, uh, I spoke at a school board, and I spoke for a minute and 10 seconds, and it became national news. And you know what I did? All I did was I took off my mask to speak, just like the President Biden or J.B. Pritzker or Lori Lightfoot. So they, there was a huge uproar, and uh, you probably heard what they said to me. Did you yeah, hear what well, they said to me? I was looking for the audio, but I'm shocked that nobody at the station played that audio this week. Well, your school board member was unhinged. That was uh, that was viral for sure. Yeah, I mean, it went completely. But I was going to say, Mark, you know, you go, you know, you go viral, and you don't want to answer your phone anymore, huh? Is that how it is? Well, uh, I, I, a lot of people are, are saying that I did a good thing. I'm, I want parents, uh, moms, and dads making the choice on the mask, and. It, seems pretty logical yeah. and the fact that i asked to take off my mask to speak uh it seemed like a big deal i i'm shocked i i'm not even sure why we're wearing masks and, yeah. and, and most of the schools are getting rid of them day by day so but uh, we need 100 percent. we need a uh, mask optional or or no mask uh virginia made mask illegal in school so it's and, and Mark, uh, yeah i'm I'm, I'm getting the audio now because i want to play it and i want uh, you know what we'll, we'll go to break let's talk a, okay let, go ahead can you go ahead and play it pete I mean, I'm embarrassed. It's humiliating. So, okay. Can I reset my clock? Hope you block that. Start, start again. Go ahead, sir. I'm resetting to two minutes. I'm Are you going to let him speak without a mask? Okay. Well, he's got a medal. Now he's interrupting me. I mean, you guys know? are rude. How do we know? Do I get to speak or not? Do I get to speak? Who's this? Are you the mask police? <laughs> Can I speak or not? It will let you speak. Just one moment, please. Mr. Taub, did you have a question? Is he in charge? Okay. So are you in charge? No. Mr. I'm speaking as public comment. Are you, you said, in charge? You said at the beginning of the minute. Are you in you charge? Would not be rude to Enough. Are you in charge? Mr. Tubb. Mr. Tubb. We should remove him. I mean, this we, is, this we, is Mr. rude. Mr. We'll start your two minutes now, sir. Okay. This is not what you promised. You said if they don't wear a mask, they can't speak. 
I have a mask. Well, listen to this guy. What? I can wear the mask on my head if you want. I mean, it's just <laughs> you can wear your mask on your fucking ball. Okay. You don't wear the enough, enough, enough. We're gonna take recess for five minutes. Wow. Hey, Mark. When we okay. come back, I want to get. I want. I want to hear what you were going through. What mentally? What, what were you saying? What were you feeling at that moment? You listening to Black and White Radio on AM five sixty? The answer. Mark Wallemeyer, man on the street, is on the phone. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Before the break, we were talking with man on the street, Mark Wellemeyer, Wire Miller. Sorry. Uh, Mark, what, what were you thinking as this... Uh, Cause I mean, you got a little. You pushed back a little hard on them too. You said, "Wait, are you running this? <laughs> are you are you gonna let me speak? You're rude." What were you thinking? Well, and what were you feeling? Well, I've spoken at quite a few public hearings, mostly about taxes and and uh, cutting the size of government. So, uh, and also on referendums, they always want to spend more money. So it's not that big a deal. And usually, they never interrupt you. And I didn't think that much about taking off the mask. Although the whole meeting was about forcing kids to wear masks. So, and the person who interrupted me was not the, he said I could speak. And it was another gentleman who uh, uh, told me I couldn't speak. And I, I was just shocked and I was nervous. I thought I was going to be assaulted there because uh, security was there and uh, it really got out of hand. And I, I was surprised that even uh, it ended up on Fox news and it's in the daily wire. Charlie Kirk's been talking about it. So unfortunately the mainstream media is not talking about it. And this is what's so important is, again, parents should be making the choice for everything for their kids, not some school administrator. So it's 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 very disturbing. And we're, we we need the parents to make the choice. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. And that's and for everyone who hasn't seen the video or heard it, that was in Glenview, uh, Glenbrook District 225. So thank you so much for doing that. Uh, in my school district in Barrington, we actually have quite uh, a tyrannical president of the school board who, although she hasn't. Um, gone unhinged in that manner. She has, you know, pounded her gavel on multiple occasions and stopped the meeting when, you know, parents would stand up and cheer too loud or talk over, you know, one another who were fighting for vaccines, mask mandates, quarantine rules. So I think there are a lot of school districts dealing with the same thing. And some of these school board members really just need to be unseated since we don't have that recall provision here in Illinois. Right. We do need to vote them out. But we did, Mark, I don't know if you listened to the show earlier, Representative Marty McLaughlin is going to be introducing a bill that provides a recall option for school board members. Wow. Well, that's, I'm surprised this gentleman has not resigned. In fact, the whole board, I'm just surprised. And in your tape, we can't talk about exactly what he says. You have to find it online because it's, uh, uh, the using uh, profanity four different oh, times. Oh, I heard it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. In, in a public hearing, that there's children in the room, and there's it's it. So far, I think Emma Woodhouse. Yes. Uh, her yeah. video has a half a million views on it. So people all over the country have seen this, and they're wondering what. It's very embarrassing for Glenview, and That's I don't true. know how they can resolve this. I mean, I, I attempted to reach out and defuse it. 
And the main thing to diffuse it is just going mask optional. Apparently, they're doing partially mask optional, and there's a lot of bullying going on. So I, I'm just not sure what's up with that school district. It's well, very I think sad. part of the problem with the district is, you know, first you had school districts who said, okay, we weren't named in the lawsuit, so it doesn't apply to us. Well, right. the judge's decision clearly said that if it is, you know, what her decision applies across the board. I mean, it makes the entire thing moot. So how does that yeah, not apply to you? Boyd. Yeah. Boyd is what everyone's saying. The, the com- yeah, the complete tough. decision. So, Mark, what's what's coming up? What's 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 the man on the street? What um what's what, coming up? Any uh, any um well, events? Well, Tuesday there's a bunch of school board meetings. I'm going to attend one or two of them. But the big thing is I'm going to uh, Orlando for CPAC this week, and uh, we're going to see uh, the top conservative people in the country. President Trump's going to speak on Saturday. But it's going to be, you know, everybody, Ted Cruz, Jim Jordan, the My Pillow guy. Oh, my gosh. There's going to be a, I think there are going to be 15,000 people down in Orlando. So uh, watch. I, I, I might have a, quite a man on the street report for you next Saturday. <laughs> Sounds great. You know, I didn't go to this time, but I'm actually going to Adam and I were talking about um, CPAC Dallas. When that comes up, I may go to there. Well, you would be great down there. And to do the show live down there would be sensational. Yeah, that costs a lot of money to do that, though. <laughs> so thanks well, so much we'll for joining us. Huh? So, what do you say, right. Mark? Thanks for having me on. All right, Mark. Thank you so much for joining us. That's Man on the Street, Mark. Um, let's go to Eduardo from Midway. Eduardo, what's going on, bud? Yeah, John, uh, I was just at the uh, travel show in Rosemont, and I'm walking around with no mask, some, just like some other people. Andrew McCarthy, the actor, was speaking there. He didn't have a mask on. Wait, so in, in this Cook County, though? In this Cook County? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I thought. Yeah, Rosemont is part of Cook County. Yeah. Nobody went up to me and said, hey, put on a mask. I was able to walk leisurely without anybody, uh, you know. Some people obviously were wearing masks, but nobody bothered you. Did they Whatever request you your to card? Do, it's up to you. Did they, did they seek to see No, your... they didn't. Yeah, they didn't even check that. Yeah, they wow. didn't even check that. Wow. Look, it looks like <laughs> Cook County and Chicago is opening back up, huh? Yep, it or sure is. backing down. Oh, backing down. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Courage. Well, thanks so much for calling us, Eduardo. Thank you. But that's what people need to do. Just just, just live. What, what were you saying um, during the break? Just you do you. Let me do me, right? We're, we're not, this isn't about being anti-vaccine, you know, conspiracy theorists. This is about freedom. Let Give citizens the choices to, or the opportunity, rather, to make their own choices for themselves and leave it at that. Yeah. Nobody's saying you can't wear a mask, you can't get vaccinated. We're just saying you can't require people to do these things. And they have used fear to implicate yes. science as a religion. Right. I mean, it's ridiculous. Scientology. But what science? Really? Scientivism, right? Everything is COVID science. Yeah. And it's it's false. Yeah. What science, though? That's I keep I keep posing the question, what exactly. science are you using? Please, the science in quotes. Please tell me what science are you using? Um, because they, and they never, Pritchard's never able to tell us the data points, what science he's using, what right. scientists he's using, what he, epidemiologists he's using. It's just I'm trusting the science. I'm talking, listening to the doctors. Yeah, but there are a lot of people, other people who disagree with what those doctors are saying. So, I mean, that's that's the art of science, right? You listen to the black and right. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. 
Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Anastasia, Colin Holte, and Adam. Hey. <laughs> uh, let's go to the phone lines. Um, again, you know what? Another friend of Anastasia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome to Black and Right. You there? Hi, guys. George? How are you? George. Hey, George. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually... Um, a parent of a District 225 student, and I've got two younger kids in the feeder schools at District 34. And, um, yeah, this whole thing has just been a mess. I was actually at that meeting where Mark uh, got berated by Joel Taub, and um, it was kind of surreal, you know. It's uh, Nobody could believe what was happening. And, you know, a lot of people um, had sent in emails, you know, uh, demanding his resignation. And, I mean, the guy should not be on the board anymore. Um, That was uncalled for um and nothing yeah he issued an apology on his facebook page i believe and it just doesn't seem like like you know if there's going to be any accountability when it comes to him specifically and that's uh and that's really too bad you do know, you feel like you guys are powerless like that yeah that i mean it's it's, it's unacceptable yeah yeah absolutely and you know it's been going on for so long um and, you know, once the appeal decision came out uh, late Saturday, I think mm-hmm. it was, uh, there was no com- no communication from the school at all, um, except an email the following morning saying that their, you know, their legal team needs to look into it more and, and this and that. And then, so the kids all went to school Monday, not knowing um, what's going on. Wow. Um, and then we just heard through rumors and Facebook pages that uh, security guards were telling them they, they can, you know, not have the mask on. So I immediately texted uh, my daughter, you know, take it off. I go, you can't get in trouble. Don't worry. <laughs> Good and for she you. did. <laughs> yeah, well, and then, you know, so then, as, you know, she gets home from school. You know, there was a class, one of her classes she was in, the only one without the mask, which is fine, right? That's, that's the whole choice thing we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but the teacher, you know, specifically said, so how does everybody feel about this? Which I thought, knowing that there's only one kid in there without the mask, you know, um, was kind of uncalled for because immediately all the kids stared at her when some kid wow. said, well, I don't like it. I think we should all be masked. And it made her feel, you know, it, you know, they talk about bullying the masked kids, the unmasked kids bullying the, the masked kids. Well, you know, I, I it it. the other way around. You're right. You're right. Yeah. They did. So it's been enough. It, hey, George. Yeah, sorry. It's so good to see parents standing up and fighting back against all this that's happening right now. So I really appreciate you. Um, well, you. You had something else to say? Because we, we got to go to, we have to yeah, go. Yeah, no. No, 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 not at all. That's it. Just, okay. uh, you know, we've got we've got a great group of parents that are fighting. And, uh, you know, we're going to continue to do so far, kids. All right. Thank Keep you fighting, for your George. courage. Thank you. So. Um, last thoughts? Start with you. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, just... Keep up the fight. Um, do not uh, allow these tyrannical mandates to stand. Um, check out freedomsquare.com if you own a business. I would love to connect with you. My name is Colin Holty, business directory manager at freedomsquare.com. And thank you, John Anthony, for having me on today. You're welcome, Adam. Yeah. Uh, so I say uh, we definitely have to start working more on getting this whole network of network effect for in tech kind of like involved. And that involves, you know, investing in tech that's in the conservative space so that we can grow some of the services that we need to make everything happen. So thank you. 
Um, I'm Anastasia, and I'm the Director of Corporate Affairs and Communications at FreedomSquare.com. We'd love to hear from you and partner with you and feature your business on our site and have you join as a subscriber and join the fight. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.